everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. Listen, guys, continue to share, continue to download. I am so grateful for your continual support. I want you to also go ahead and check out my website at IamReneeRoberts.com. There you can find a link to book private coaching and you can also find the famous, infamous Coach My World podcast. (laughs) Toot my horn just a little bit. And listen, check out my platforms on social media at Instagram and Facebook. You can find me at I am Renee Roberts. So of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and forward progress for your life. So let's get your life moving forward. You have already seen the title and the title simply says, love you. Now, depending on where you are in life and, and how you read that, you may be thinking I'm talking about love you, or you can be thinking I'm talking about love you. And today I'm talking about loving on yourself. I'm talking about love you. You know, we live in a society where having someone to love, someone to romance, and someone to build a family with has seemingly become the climax of life. Most men and women, they conceptualize being complete by having a husband or wife and some kids, you know, and, and some money and a business and what do you, you know, whatever, however you want to, uh, term that. But most times that's how we have been taught to conceptualize living. That's how we've been taught to conceptualize completeness. That's how we've been taught to conceptualize success. But what I, what I find very interesting and disturbing at the same time is that society does not empower us to be complete within ourselves first. There's nothing wrong with wanting those levels of relationships. There's nothing wrong with wanting those particular things to unfold in your life. But when you don't know how to love you first, we run into a greater issue. This is where completeness starts. It starts with loving on you first. And as a a society, we do not empower people to love on themselves enough. We don't empower it. You know, from little kids, we've been shown and and demonstrated to that this is what the good life looks like. And so we see the happy couple and we see all the children and we see the vacation pictures and we see the this and then that and the black love, the white love, the, the yellow love, the green love. We see all of these different things and it creates a false sense of love for ourselves. How do we begin to reconceptualize what completeness looks like? How do we begin to reconceptualize what truly loving ourselves looks like? You know, here's 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 a here's a couple of here are a couple of little uh notes I want you to make in your heart. You cannot love a mate and children or have this this beautifully uh, arranged family in a healthy way without loving yourself properly first. You don't know how to give love if you don't know how to love you. Without this, we keep this perpetual cycle going on and on and on. Without learning to love on ourselves first, we will continue to keep this generational cycle of dysfunction going on and on. 
Am I anti-relationship? Absolutely not. Am I anti-having a, a marriage and children? Absolutely not. I think they are some of the most wonderful relationships that you could ever uh, uh, cultivate in your lives. But, but, but it doesn't make sense to have them if they're going to be unhealthy. It doesn't make sense to dream for it if you're not willing to become healthy so that you can affordably have those types of relationships. Because if we keep the cycle going, we're going to continue to have dysfunctional marriages and a bunch of dysfunctional children as a result of that. So we have some work to do. And I want to empower you today to love on you. I'm not fussing. I'm just passionate because I'm so sick and tired of seeing so many individuals get into these types of relationships, get married, have children. And before you know it, now they're divorced. They wish they hadn't had the kids. I mean, what is the problem? What, what happens? What goes on? And it's not just a bunch of relational conflict. Most of the conflict was already existing inside of the individuals, but because we never, ever stop and highlight, Hey, hello, we need to, we need to learn how to love us first, learn how to love self first, because we never hide like that. We enter these things without, uh, the, the, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? We, we enter these things in an unqualified manner. We don't have what it takes to make it successful. So I'm not fussing. I'm just empowering today. And I, I hope this gets under your skin in such an amazing way that it makes you start reevaluating and reconceptualizing how you love yourself. It makes you start looking at things from a greater perspective and stop being so depressed and downcast about not having a mate, about not having children, about not having this and about, and about not having that. Listen, we need to learn to, be, to love ourselves so much that we are happy within ourselves. Nothing wrong with a little enhancement from those types of relationship, but when those are the only things that can seemingly satisfy our happiness, we have a problem. So here are the few things. I have five. I have five that I want to kind of share with you, and I'm hoping that it would empower you. These are things that were just like in my heart running around like little, you know, toddlers, if you can picture that, but you know, these things are running around in my heart and I really wanted to share them with you today. So it's, it's really unscripted, which the, I love when my podcasts are unscripted, you know, most times I have some kind of notes or things going on, but right here, these, I've jotted these five things right down. I jotted them down before I pressed record. So I hope they enlighten you. So number one, love you enough to address the things that disrupt your internal harmony. Love you enough to address those things. These are the things that keep you feeling void and empty and discontent. These are the things that keep you feeling lonely. These are the things that, that make you compare yourself to others, which leads to greater dissatisfaction. These kind of things look like trauma, whether it be mental, emotional, or physical trauma. Uh, it looks like abuse, whether that's mental, physical, or spiritual. You know what else it also looks like? It looks like character flaws. How many of us have character flaws? We all have character flaws. Yes. Where did the character become flawed? Have you ever asked yourself that? You know, I've had to ask myself that quite a few times when I realized that I had some flaws going on in my character. 
Not in my personality, because that, listen, I don't believe in a flaw in a personality. Your personality is who you are and it's who you have, uh, um, you know, been created to be. But your character, that is cultivated. So based on what is cultivated in our world, this is how our character begins to emerge. So I realized that I had some major character flaws that I had to deal with. Why? Because they were disrupting my internal harmony. They were not good for me. Yes, even though I act like it was all good and, you know, in front of people, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But I knew inside that I was not settled with that. I was not satisfied with that. When I would have to go home and deal with Renee, I realized like, oh my God, I need to deal with this flaw. I need to find out what the origin of this thing is. You know, that's what we have to start doing. Start just trying to figure out where did this begin? Where's this flaw begin? Where, where's the, the origin of my issues? Like, is it from trauma? Is it from abuse? What, what is it from? Why do I react and respond the way that I do? How can I heal forward? These are the kinds of questions we need to ask ourselves when we are addressing the things that disrupt us internally. There should be an, a harmony flowing inside of you. Every individual should have a harmonious, peaceful flow going on inside of them. And when that is disrupted, it is our responsibility to figure out where it lies. Sometimes it may require some professional assistance to help us with this. Once again, you know I am big on the mental health health tip. So if you need mental health help, go find a mental health specialist, whether it be a therapist, whether it be a psychologist, whether it be a coach. These are all mental health specialists at different degrees and and with different uh, domains. But they all are helpful. Uh, some of you have may have a mentor. Go talk to them. Some of you may have pastors. Go talk to them. Because you have to begin to get to the bottom of these things that are causing conflict within yourself. That are disrupting your internal harmony. So that's the first thing. Love you enough to address the things that disrupt your eternal internal harmony. I was about to say eternal. Internal harmony. Number two, love you enough to deal with the inner demons, emotional issues, and generational hangups that keep you from being free to love. This requires you learning how to identify and acknowledge these things. Check them when they surface. Check them when they they stand their ugly heads up. Stop looking over the fact that, hello, it's you and it's not someone else with the issue. Because we are so easy to brush the issue off on someone else when in actuality, it is your hangup, sis. It is your demon, bruh. You know what I'm saying? It is, God, we have so many undetected and unidentified emotional issues that it's not even funny. And you know what happens? We normalize the behaviors. And when we normalize the behaviors, we don't, it's not important to deal with. Because this is normal, although it is, it is so not healthy. We have to start loving ourselves enough to deal with these types of things. Once again, it may require some professional help. I'm not saying everything requires professional help. So don't tune out on me right now. I'm just throwing that as in as a very viable option for some. 
Because although you may be able to handle yours, or at least you think you may be able to, other people need have some deeper waters to explore and they cannot do it alone lest they drown. I'm going to just leave that right there because that's, that's for a whole nother podcast. Number three, love you enough to organize your life. Ooh, this one hit me like, oh, it just hit me in my heart. This is one of the biggest ones for me um, in my thought process because of what I have seen and what I have experienced by dealing with other people and coaching other people. But listen, sisters and brothers, (laughs) we have to get our internal and external worlds into balance. Our lives are so unorganized and out of balance. I'll use something as practical as the way we dress We can be so on point. We clean up so well. We step out, face beat, clothes laid, you know, hair cut for guys, you know, beards glistening. You know, we have all this. It's all it's all beautiful. But then we get out of junky cars, nasty. We walk out of nasty homes. Everything is is out of order. Nothing is 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 clean. And some of us, I'm going to just throw this out there. Some of us just put some nice clothes and glistening uh, beards on a dirty body. Because we don't, we're not organized enough to even have the proper hygienal care for ourselves. You can't, you can't be, why are you walking around looking like that? And, and your, 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 your mouth has not been even, your teeth haven't even been brushed. You haven't even cleaned your face. You, you can't go, God help me. We got to organize our lives. Why is your car such a mess? Why is your home such a mess? And we got to cut this foolishness out about, I wasn't raised that way. Nobody taught me how to clean. Sus, bruh, you are an adult now. Nobody's saying that your home has to be perfect, but my God, show some organization. And I'm only saying that and I'm harping on it. Why? Because those states of beings, the way our homes, our cars, any place that we, our offices, our desks, the way that looks, it is a direct reflection of what's going on in your mind. It is a direct reflection of how your thoughts are even organized in your head. So it is important to, to love on yourself enough to get your life organized. If you need help doing that, find a professional. They have professional organizers also. They have books. They have all types of things. Before we do another YouTube self-help on how to apply this type of liner or or how to put on this kind of makeup or how to do this, listen, find a YouTube help, uh, do-it-yourself help that shows you how to get some things organized, get some things cleaned. Set a routine for yourself. Create a routine and stick to it. This is the only way you're going to be able to be organized. And I don't want to hear about this organized chaos. It doesn't exist, guys. It's something we've created to excuse our lack of organization. So we got to get things in order. If you have children, get your children organized. Get them in order. They are chaotic because you're chaotic. Not a whole house is chaotic. How can you have internal harmony when everything is in an uproar? And there are no uh, regulated systems in place to ensure that this harmony remains intact. 
love you enough to organize your life. Number four, love you enough to spend quality time with yourself. We hear this all the time. Self-care, self-care, time with you. But it is so important, guys. You have to get to discover and know how lovable you truly are. And how do you do that? Not through other people. You do that through learning about yourself. But when do you get time to learn about yourself? Start taking yourself out on a drive. And listen, these things are just suggestive. The things that I'm, I'm listing, they are not, these, they're not the goals, okay? These are just examples and these are just things that some things I've tried and I want to just present them to you. Once again, I'm throwing things into your option pool, not regulating your life, just throwing some things into your option pool. So if you want to try to spend some quality time with yourself, take yourself out on a drive, go walking, empty, empty out the house and spend a day alone with yourself, you know, keep your PJs on for a whole day and stay in bed, you know, do something that's going to give you rest. And at the same time, allow you to spend some time, take some attention, put some attention on yourself, treat yourself to something special. You know, now this one I am going to say is something you should do. This is, this is a strong suggestion. Every day you should do some introspective work with yourself, meaning go inside of you and say, okay, I need to learn more about me, understand what fi- what triggers me, what my feelings are. I need to understand, you know, how my thoughts are processed. Like these are introspective things that you can do with you just going inside of yourself and, and answering those questions for yourself. And it doesn't take a long time. You know, you can sit down each day and do something different, but spend some quality time with yourself. Love you enough to do that so that you can truly understand how lovable you really are. And the last one, my beautiful family, love you enough to not get entangled with society's versions of love and success. And I left this as the big bang at the end. Why? Because. Only you can define success for your life. No one else. Society cannot define success for your life. Your friend and her relationship cannot define success for your life. Your, 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 your guy and his friends and, and all of you know your crew, they can't define success for your life. Stop feeling obligated or pressured to fulfill society's success mission. You should be on your own mission for success. And when you start loving you, you are now opening up unlimited access to unlimited options for success. What do you really desire? Even if it seems odd to society, what supports your internal harmony and stability? Because what supports yours may not support mine. You understand what I'm saying? This is all individual. There is no um, generalized success. Because success is defined by each individual. Maybe your framework of life has, has, has never been seen or experienced before. Maybe you're going to be the catalyst for this thing. Maybe it's rare to the millions of clones. <laughs> because let me tell you something. Society is full of clones. And we all have been bitten by the clone bug at some point or another. The, the difference is some of us are awakening and some of us are, are, I don't want to say we're choosing, 
to stay asleep. But let's just say some of us are not woke yet. Yeah. But this, listen, these things, these things, this is important for our own validation. This is important for our own for progress. This is important for our own success. I want to encourage you today to to create your own version of success. Define it. Lay it out for your life. Implement some of these things I've just kind of very aggressively shared with you today. And I know I sounded extremely aggressive today because that's how I was feeling in my heart. I'm sorry. It's only love, guys. But I want you to create your own version of success. Stop being subjugated to society's ways of doing things and start loving you enough to be the best version of you that you possibly can be. I hope this has helped you, fam. I hope this has put some fuel in your heart, put some fire under your feet. I want to see all of us living our best lives for real. Love you. And I love you. Have a great one, guys.